Blog Talk Radio. listening to the number one blog talk radio show on right now and right now is in Tuesday October 3rd at 9 p.m. Eastern the digital meet and greet with your host JT and I'm your master of ceremonies slash producer for this evening some guy named Jay Jonathan Coleman yes so uh so yeah we're, we're gonna have another we're going to have another amazing show tonight. Tonight we have Nicole Williams, uh, who is uh, another everythingist. She wears many crowns. She is an author, poet, speaker, humanitarian, and uh, most importantly, a she is an advocate for victims of domestic violence. And she has an event, Purples and Pearls, the third annual Purples and Pearls event in Charlotte, North Carolina, this Saturday from 2 to 6. Uh, yeah, she has the event coming up, and JT, who is the host of the show, will also be hosting the event. So, yes, 
So we have her on tonight so she can talk about all of what she does in the community and all of what's going on this weekend. So before we bring her on first, uh, but before we bring on anyone, let's go on ahead and um, and, uh, and and just let the let the sponsors say something for a quick moment, and we'll get back to the show. It's your girl Latoya Toya Brand. I'm here to introduce my holistic company, Sea of Things, located in Atlanta, Georgia. We sell sea moss gel, seaweed, dry herbs, and all natural fruit juices. We can be reached online at seaofthings.square.site. We also ship nationwide. We can be reached on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter under Sea of Things. Are you tired of the financial strains of recent years? Looking to create residual income? Independent Trading University can help. Our educational platform is designed to teach you how to consistently trade Forex, stocks, and cryptocurrency profitability. We offer courses on technical analysis, fundamentals, and mindset, all core needs for traders. Plus, we also offer health and wellness programs and a book club to help you stay balanced and focused. Our live classes and recorded sessions make it easy to fit education into your busy schedule. Join our academy and earn extra income while you learn for as little as $50 a month. Don't wait. Visit our website today at solo.to forward slash independent trading you to get started on your trade journey. All right. Yes, and uh, if you need any assistance in enrolling in ITU, just hit me up, Jonathan Coleman on Facebook or uh, Instagram at J A Y F O R N O W, and I'll ha- you know I'll happily assist you with uh, with enrolling into ITU. All right. Let's go on ahead and bring on the host, JT. JT. Yo, yo, what up, Jay? What's going on with you? Oh, yes, I'm doing well. Let's throw some cheers on it for you. And they probably yeah. see you, too. See you, too. Yes, indeed, yeah. man. You know I was waiting on this, just doing a show. Oh, yes. Oh, just doing a show. Yeah, I forgot what I used to say. <laughs> yeah, just, that's, what, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Just doing a show. <laughs> It, All right, it's great to be here, man. This is me and Green. I know we got a great show tonight. Oh yes, oh yes, it's definitely great to be here. And um, yeah, let's uh, let's go. Oh, before we even get into it, uh, let everybody know that you're uh, well, you you know, with the, that you're nominated for an upcoming Queen City Award. Yes, yes, man. QueenCityAwards.com. You can go right there, right now, all the way through. October the 27th, I am blessed to be nominated in a couple of categories, man. First and foremost, author of the year, um, you know, uh, reigning author of the year from last year. So trying to go back to back, um, you can vote James S. Thompson for that particular category and up for the nomination for Poetry in Motion under the poet name of Poet JT. You can go vote in that category there. And two other nominations that I've seen after the fact, uh, Radio Station of the Year for Big Woo Radio, and also Radio Show, uh, Radio Show of the Year for the Floetic Poetry Show. 
So blessed another year of Queen City Awards nominations. Um, it's it's an honor, man, just to be you know nominated, and um, <clears throat> just encouraging the people to go to the um, QueenCityAwards.com and vote. And uh, we'll see November the 11th in the Queen City. Everything checks out, man. So yeah, super excited. Appreciate everybody that has voted, and appreciate those that will go back and vote um, as well. Oh yes, true indeed. Yes, yes. All right. Now let's go ahead and bring on, oh, yeah, like I said, everybody vote, TwinCityAwards.com. All right, let's go ahead and bring on Nicole Williams. Nicole. Hello, 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 Jonathan. How are you? And JT. Hey, what's up? We're doing well. And I just want to say congratulations, not on the nomination, JT, but congratulations on the win, because I know you got this again, <laughs> my brother. Uh, uh, I appreciate that. Appreciate yes. that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Now, before we get into uh... – oh, go ahead, Nicole. No, I'm saying and thank you for having me on tonight. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. True indeed. Now, I just want to let everybody know this. Everybody that's streaming right now, um, we will take your calls, but uh, we're going to let JT talk to her first. So, But if you want to talk to Nicole, you're definitely welcome to do so. If you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is just press 1 and we'll bring you on. Um, if you're streaming from an app or a third-party website or a link or anything like that and you don't have the number in front of you, that number is 929 929- Four seven seven three eight seven two, and then press one, and we'll bring you on. We'll be talking to Nicole Williams about many of the things she has going on, and uh, you're welcome to ask any questions you'd like. So uh, let's let's pass the mic over to uh, JT, and he'll get us started. Yes, yes. What an honor and what a privilege to welcome here tonight on the digital meet and greet. Um, I think Jay covered it in the intro, man. Uh, You know, you wear more than many hats. And tonight the people are going to get a little bit more of an insight on what that all entails. Welcome to the show tonight. Uh, My sister, Nicole Williams, is in the building. We appreciate you coming on tonight. How are you doing? I am doing wonderful, wonderful. And it is an honor to be on tonight with you, too. It is an honor. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So for those that don't know, those that have been under a rock or those that have been imitating Rick Van Winkle, tell our audience a little bit about you before we get into the meat and potatoes of this thing. A little bit about me. Oh, okay. So my name is Nicole Williams, but I am also known as Doll Lady Laureate. I am the president of the Elite Dolls of Faith, Queen City Dolls, the solid North Carolina chapter. Our organization is, organization is based out in Atlanta, Georgia. And I am also founder of Devorah Colossiate, Inc. That is a domestic violence nonprofit, 501c3. And my whole goal is to support survivors, male and female, and their children in any area I can, finding shelter, resources, 
um, working with other grassroots organizations. I'm also one of the service providers as a domestic violence support under Mecklenburg Council of Elders out of 15, where we have a wraparound service to provide every, every need from children's babies' clothes, from the prisons, ministry, from age trauma, and so forth. And I'm also an instructor under that where I teach moral and character rebuilding of our youth. Because of domestic violence especially, we, we, we try to think about rebuilding ourselves, but we forget that the children are hurting too silently. And a lot of these children don't see it. And this is why now we're dealing with and seeing so many high numbers in suicide, murders, drug overdose. So that's it. And then on the other flip side, I am a poet, <laughs> five times poet, self-published author, and all my five books are on Amazon. And that is my passion and my desire. And that also allowed me to speak out, you know, my pain out loud because of everything I've been through. I used to write my pain on paper. But once I started releasing it and people started saying, how you, how you know? That's how I felt that took layers off of my skin and allowed me to be stronger, to pull somebody else up and say, look, I've been there. I know what you need. How can I help you? And that's it. <laughs> oh, yes, definitely, definitely. Uh, thank you for sharing that with us, Nicole. Uh, JT. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm here. I was on mute, man. Um, amazing what you just said, because there were a lot of gems in there, uh, Nicole. And for the people that don't know, if you ever um, are around Nicole in person or have seen her when she is spoken from the spirit or given, you know what I'm saying, her time and dedicated to you know, saying various things, puts 110% in everything that she does. And it is amazing, and you will be in awe. Um, just, you know, if you're ever in that uh, thing of being able to hear her speak. So, again, <clears throat> we're, we're, lit, we're, we're speaking with someone tonight that is not just talking it, but walking the walk and putting action behind everything that she has said. So let's get to... Um, you're being an author, you spoke a little bit about, you know, you um, pretty much speaking from the place of things you've experienced and gone through, and that was your, you know, what therapeutic, you know, journey through um, through the travel of the pen and through the ink. So talk a little bit about um, that part of you that speaks through your pen. Well, it started, you know, it started with my first book. You know, it, it didn't take me to an adult life to read back through my poetry to realize that domestic violence abuse did not start with the physical. It started at a young age when I was mentally, emotionally abused. And that's what prompted me to write my first book, A Butterfly Called Rainbow, Five Books of Poetic Healing, because it talked about, it talked about finding love, what is love? You know, we think that love is all these things we perceive it to be, happiness, joy, lust, whatever that person, whoever that person is and whatever they're feeling, that's what they assume, assume that love is. 
So, um, and then after the love, here comes all that baggage. You know, it talks about rape, abuse, addictions, um, a lost child. You know, it, it, it covers all areas because we find baggages in all of that because of what we've been through search by searching for love. Then comes the pain, the spiritual, emotional, physical, and mental pain. Because sometimes, no matter what area we're in, we could we could be beaten down so hard. Like, God, where is God in all of this? I've been through this. So we're spiritually abused because we don't see that he is in the midst of it. And so that's what, where I write from. I write from what I've seen, I've, from what I've been through, and from what I was just tired and sick and tired of being alone, you know. And I thank God for blessing me with the gift to write because if not for writing, I might be one, you know, who knows where I would be, one of those children lost or drug overdose, committing suicide. You know, but by me releasing my pain, it was like, God, I know I've been through this. Here here it is. I'm just writing it out. I'm just writing how I feel and pray that I overcome from it. And I did. That was my healing. That was my where I felt that this gift didn't flow from me. It had to come from God, and he was showing me how to heal. He was teaching me. He was guiding me. And so that's where all my 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 that that's where all my writings come from. Everything. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Again, if you're on the lines tonight, you 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 are here and in the witness of a real treat because Nicole is authentically who she is, and amazing is what I call her. Um, you 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 never have ever looked to look like what you've been through, and you a blaze path. Um, that is truly one of your own, and um, you're giving of yourself selfishness, and that, and that speaks volume. So <clears throat> give the people um, the significance of this Saturday and, you know, what the event is, where they can come to, how they can get to be a part of this, and give them the background on it. Okay, and I, I truly thank you, too, for the compliment. You know, to God be the glory for it all. Uh, but um, I've been advocating for 23 years as a domestic violence advocate from New York, I mean, New Jersey to Charlotte when I was, you know, in both states. And um, it's always been on my heart, you know, that we need more awareness to domestic violence. I used to be with an um, organization back out in New Jersey. I remember we did a walk in her shoes, and there was male and females there. And what the men saw, it changed their lives. They said something, they came up to us. And it was always in my heart, you know, this is what we're going to do, keep bringing awareness. And then when I came here in Charlotte, you know, I forgot all about that. It's been like over 15 years. And then one day I woke up and I heard Purple and Pearls. And I'm like, Purple and Pearls? They said, yes. And God started putting people in my life as as especially one of my speakers, I I do so much in the community, and one day she said to me, you do so much, what can I do for you? And I told her the vision I had, and I wanted to do this, not knowing that she lost a daughter. All the time she was there for me, all the time we talked, all the time, you know, and I never knew that she lost her daughter to domestic violence. 
And she's like, you could do this. And that led to the first annual. And I'm honored to even have Miss Grace as a speaker for this third annual. I had to convince her, please, please just speak, you know, and share her story. So that's why I continue this. Each year I am bringing different people from different walks, male, female, a time to commune, to see what other survivors have gone through, those who haven't made it, went through. And every year a new name comes. Like for the first year I had purple curls after the storm. And I couldn't understand, God, why you gave me that? Because I had been through the storm. So this was a new chapter in my life. So I didn't think about having it the second year. And the people said, you're going to do purple and pearls? I said, okay. Then it became quintessence. What kind of name is quintessence? I had to look it up myself, even though I knew what I saw in it, and I, I knew it was something. And that's when I had the five speakers. And so this year is to to – no one would understand the alignment of God when you walk in his purpose. This year, I heard Trinity. I got the name, and all of a sudden, I, I didn't have a place in the church Trinity. That was no coincidence to me. It happened to be named the same thing that God had already gave me, the name before I even got the, the, the location. And it wasn't even my name. It was from from my mom, Michelle, you know, that was all the deal with me with the domestic violence. She, she saw it. She understood the vision, just like the Queen City Dolls, that we, they all stood by my side, decorating, you know. We all put boots in the ground to make a vision that God given me. And that's why it's, I always say it's one love and unity in the community, because that's what sisters and brothers do. And so that's why I continue to walk, even though I, times like this year, it wasn't the timing, but it was. It was God's timing. And so that's the significance of purple and pearls because purple represents royalty. And the pearls is just like a strong, strong shell that keeping that beautiful, shining little pearl inside. And it's going through the storm and everything else. But when it opens up, it's still beautiful and still shines bright. And that's what you will get. Out of purple pearls, domestic violence awareness to understand that domestic violence does not discriminate. Powerful. Um, I'm just sitting here in awe, just thinking it's an honor and a privilege to be a part of this. And to be there on Saturday, live and in person, I'm looking forward to it. Um, and anybody that is listening, anybody that's making their way to South North Carolina on Saturday, you will be inspired, you will be impacted, and you will be touched to the depths of your soul. If you are in the area, make sure you are live and in person with us this Saturday is all I can tell you. Um, if you come, if you make it, you come to the place. Everything else is going to fall in accordance, because God is led, spirited. And when you say, you know how I go, two or three gathered together, it becomes an amazing experience. Well, join us this Saturday. We can talk about it. But if you're there and you're present, then you'll know 
It's going to be an amazing experience. At this time, we'll cut back to my tag team partner, some guy named Jay. See if we've got anything going on on the phone lines. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Definitely, JT. Thank you for that, that great interview. Um, throw some claps on it. Uh, for anybody else that want to ask your own questions, you're welcome to do so. If you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is just press 1, and we'll bring you on. If you're streaming from an app or a third-party website or a link or anything like that and you don't have the number in front of you, that number is 929-477-3872, and then press 1, and we'll bring you on. Uh, before we bring on the first caller, I just want to just let everybody know that the Purples and Pearls event, the third annual domestic violence awareness event, is of course is held Saturday, October 7th, as JT and Nicole said. Uh, it's from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m., and it will be held at Trinity United Methodist Church. That's 6230 Betis Ford Road in Charlotte, North Carolina, 28216. So uh, let me give you time to write that down if you guys don't have the virtual flyer. That's 6230 Beatty's Ford Road, Charlotte, North Carolina. And you spell Beatty's, B-E-A-T-T-I-E-S, Ford Road. Yes. And also, special guests, of course, you got the host, JT, of Big Woo Radio and the Digital Meet and Greet here. Plus, we have artist Elijah. He'll be performing Guest speaker, Pamela Marrow, uh, DJ Morning Glory. She'll be the DJ. Of course, we have uh, the hostesses, Michelle Henry. Michelle Henry, if you're listening, I'm going to accept your friend request. I see you sent me a friend request. It's, I got tons of people just waiting in line to get into the club, so I'll, I'll, bu- I'll bump you up since I see your name on the flyer here, <laughs> uh, if you're listening. Plus, we have special guest, Pastor Veronica Daltrey of Shackless. Of course, shout out to her. Uh, speaker Rakita Johnson, and I guess she, I, I believe she's one of the dolls, or the, one of the Queen yes. dolls. Yes. From yes, Alabama. Yes, man. Definitely. All, well, not Queen City, but Alabama dolls. <laughs> yes, know. yes. I can't wait. Yes, the elite dolls of faith. So, yeah, you guys come on out, and if you need, have any questions or anything like that, of course, you can call one eight eight eight. Oh, this is the number for the uh, for the organization. Well, let's still answer your questions. One eight 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 five zero four five seven six nine. All right. Now let's go on ahead and uh, bring on our first set of callers. Caller in the seven zero four seven seven nine. You're on the air. Who is this? Hey, Jonathan. Thank you so much. This is Michelle Henry. I appreciate y'all very much. Um, Yes. I'm also known as Royal Butterfly in the Dolls. I'm the baby royal. I'm working on being inducted into the Queen City Dolls, and I'm very grateful for that. But for the lady that is on the hour right now, Miss Nicole, Lady Lauderette, she has been my inspiration she has been my go-to because I'm also a survivor of domestic violence. And there's times that she always says that I'm her cheerleader, but she's my cheerleader too. I'm so grateful that I'm a part of her organization and that I'm working towards a better way of life. 
And that's really all I have to say. I don't have any questions for her because I really know her very well. But I just wanted to give a shout-out. Thank you for accepting my call. Well, oh, yeah. Well, I had to... <laughs> Where the I'm call? sorry, Donna. Oh, I was like, she had tears in my eyes just now. Um, I, I thank you. I, I thank you, and I love you, too. And I and I am blessed to have you. And she has been my cheerleader. And her and, and Dot Lady B, too, man. You know, because they see, they see, they see me all the time. And sometimes I do want to give up, but I keep pushing forward because I know what I've been through. And you need people like that to to, to get, be hard on you when you need to or tell you to slow down when you need to. And I appreciate my sisters more than anybody knows because that's what it takes. We all need somebody to get us to where we need to be to recognize the beauty inside of us. So I thank you, Michelle, for, for holding me down and, and being there, man. More than you know. More You're than welcome. You know. I love you. Definitely, Michelle. Thank you for your call. Oh, yes. And uh, we're going to definitely take some more calls. Uh, whoever that was in the 919, if you're, str- if you're still streaming, just give us a call back. Uh, we're taking the calls in order, so if you get out of line, just get back in it. Of course, that number is 929-477-3872, and then press 1, and we'll bring you on. We're talking to Nicole Williams, doll lady laureate, humanitarian, wearer of all crowns. She's here talking about the upcoming third annual Purples and Pearls event. And, of course, the Media Blast and Blacktopia will be in the building providing exclusive media coverage and talking to some of the people, the guests, and, you know, making some things, making some connections. So, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to seeing you all out there, you know. Um, Again, if you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is just press 1. If you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is just press 1, and we'll bring you on. And don't be shy. This is a digital meet and greet. This is an interactive show. We're not doing this show just to hear ourselves talk. You know, a lot of podcasts, a lot of live streams, they don't let y'all talk. Y'all just got to sit and listen to them. But we're different. We let y'all talk to us. You know, this is what it's for. It's for y'all talking to us. So, uh, so again, you know, just call in, press 1, don't be shy. You know, even if you have any questions, uh, don't Lady Laureate, uh, Nicole, um, what what do I need to do? I need resources uh, for for a family that that's involved in it. whatever you got. Whatever questions, she can help you. You know, I can't improvise one off the spot, but whatever you need to ask her, go ahead and ask her tonight, and ask her when you see her too. So yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you all there. Uh, JT, let me let me now as a host, what can we expect? From you. Oh, uh, a lot of energy, man. But at the end of the day, the the purpose of this event makes it even more uh, meaningful for me. And that's what the honor and, and being humble and thinking about. Hey, you know what? They have an opportunity to hear some testimonies, get a lot of real, real, real stuff. 
um, live and in person. So for me on Saturday, it'll just be really about quarterbacking all the way through the event and, you know, giving, you know, just setting the stage for those that will be speaking as well as those that will be, you know, um, performing, which, you know, I'm looking forward to all of those things. Um, I've been blessed to be able to attend this event um, before, and so, you know, I know the movement and the spirit that goes on uh, in this particular event. And for me to have the honor to be able to host it this year, um, you know, I don't take that light and definitely will be bringing, you know, um, what, you know, my authenticity, you know, to the table as we, you know, come together to spotlight, highlight, and, you know, just fellowship together and strengthen those that have been down this journey and maybe some that we meet on Saturday that are currently going through it. And for those things, and it never fails, there's always someone that is in need of this this kind of gathering. And we always find those people, you know what I'm saying? And, and we may not get it at the beginning, but in the midst of that event on Saturday, there'll be someone that will step up and step forward and feel confident and strong and courageous enough because they see a sister or a brother that has stood up and stood in the gap and given their story. So those are the things, Jay, that, you know, I personally look forward to. My my role in this is really just come through and and, and bring, you know, bring you know, what JT brings to the table, but to be in the in in the house and to be able to be amongst, you know, some strong, powerful people that have amazing testimonies and have been through the fire and, and you know, and, and stand for, for some and stand in the stripe for those, for some that didn't make it through. And being someone that came from an environment that was a little hectic coming up, some of these stories I can relate to. Because it's powerful, Jay, when you talk about being a person that at six, you was wearing them stripes. You was in between, you know what I'm saying, situations that you didn't know what you were encountering. All you knew is that you needed to get in the middle of something because you didn't like what you've seen. But you didn't even understand the half of how that was going to affect the rest of your life. I'll go into it a little bit more on Saturday, but I get it. I've seen it, and for those that have been through it, ain't nothing like getting it straight from the person that went through it because now you're not getting something or some random story, you're actually getting it from the person that went through the storm and came out the storm and is here to tell it. So I encourage you, if you haven't got, you know what I'm saying, what you need in order to get in the building on Saturday, take your steps to do so. Show up. I guarantee you, like I said earlier, it's something that you will not forget. Oh, yes, indeed. Indeed. Now, Nicole, let me ask you this. What, uh, what, what makes this, well, one of, the, one of the many things that makes this 
particular addition uh, uh, of purples and pearls different from the previous two that you've had? What can we expect? Oh, oh God, you just gave me just chills. Because JT summed it up. That, those are the same feelings God gave me. And this year is so powerful. I'm not going to even go into a program. You just have to be there to see it, you know. Um, but I have three strong, amazing, beautiful queens who want my sister, my doll sister. Now, mind you, we have 27 doll houses in 27 states. And this one is coming all the way from Alabama, who was, she has to tell a story. But her sister was murdered, domestic violence. My other speak, and her, that's Rakita Johnson, Rakita Johnson. And then I have Pamela Mar- Blunt Morrow, who just wrote her book, her first book, about her mother being murdered when she was a child for domestic violence. You have to be there. And the third one, Miss Grace Mayfield, the one I said had my back from the day one when I mentioned this vision. Her daughter was murdered actually here in Charlotte, here in Charlotte, and it was featured on Fatal Attraction, Homicidal Hate. So, and for her to come up and she doesn't do speaking, I am honored for every one of these speakers. So that's why Trinity, I said, I realized after those speakers came, I can't tell you, I can't even say it all, how God aligned it. And it happened to be three women who lost a mother, a daughter, and a sister to domestic violence. That's what makes it powerful. We will have vendors, the books, JT didn't even mention he's wanted, he's going to be having his books there. Eula May's grandson. I will have my books. Miss Pamela Morrow will have her books, and this will be the, the first debut of it. I will have, I, I can't wait for Elijah. He's been another one of my greatest supporters. I am honored to have him come all the way here to Charlotte to perform, and his, and his songs fit right in. So it's already aligned. That's what makes it powerful. And we're going to have giveaways. And, I mean, you're going to get food, vendors. We have a, a, a prison museum that's going to be there, uh, out there. So you see what, the, what happens in the prison system outside so you get to look at that. Yes, it will be worth you coming. It is going to be a powerful, powerful day. And I am honored that God even allowed me to have this vision, and I'm honored of the people he placed in my life to make it come to life. So that's what makes it powerful. That's why you need to be there. Oh, yes, indeed. Definitely, definitely. Yes, thank you for sharing, you know, and letting everybody know. All right, to all the people streaming, if you have any questions of your own, you're welcome to ask it. You know, and it doesn't necessarily have to be about the upcoming event on Saturday. 
anything. You know, she has books. She's a poetess. <clears throat> she's a, a businesswoman. Any any question, anything on your mind that, that you want to, you know, communicate with Nicole Williams, she's, she's an open book, you know. And, you know, so definitely come through and also open her books too and purchase them and, and all the other authors that will be at the event Saturday. So, yeah, I mean, you know, we don't, if, you, if you, hey, if you, you're also welcome to change the subject. <laughs> As, you know, we encourage callers to call in and, and interact. If you say, hey, I, Nicole, uh, Mr. Cole Williams, I want to uh, know your opinion on such and such. You're welcome to do that. You know, this is what we do the digital meet and greets for. So you can get to know the guests and, and you know, and, and, and you know, that gets you to, you know, buy more into the brand when you know more about the person behind the brand, you know, and the behind the mission, behind what they're doing, you know. So, yeah. So, again, if you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is just press 1. If you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is just press 1 and we'll bring you on. If you're streaming from an app or a third-party website or a link or anything like that, just give you know, just call nine two nine. Uh, excuse me, nine two nine four seven seven three eight seven two. Again, that's nine two nine four seven seven three eight seven two, and then press one. We'll bring you on. All right, JT. Yes, sir. Oh yes, oh yes. I want to pass the mic back to you while we're waiting on some uh, some people to get out of my inbox and get onto the phone. <laughs> Y'all get out of my inbox. Call in. Call in with your question. Not don't talk to me about it. Talk to her about it. <laughs> no, no doubt, Mister Cole. I, I do have a question for you. Um, outside of the rim, I wanted to get your opinion on what how how strong do you think the laws are? Um, and let's speak North Carolina in protecting those that are in domestic violence situations. Uh, what's your opinion on it? And what would you like to see different if it's not where it needs to be, in your opinion? Oh, that's good. I think the I think the laws are getting better than it was. I remember when I left out my situation, he um well it wasn't in North Carolina, it was in South Carolina. But the only problem we're having right now is that the numbers are going higher. There are some laws that need to be changed on how, um, like I went to court for one young young lady and how they sentence them or how they give them the, these low bails. And, and you have to keep fighting and you have to face this abuser over and over again just to try to keep him in the jail system. And but what I'm seeing now is here in North Carolina, it's starting to get better than it was. But we need to find ways of um, catching these murderers quickly and you know identifying them. And I don't know how we can do that, but just keeping the eye and ear open, you know. But um, there's some things I'm working on. I, I mean, with some people that's out there, boots on the ground with some certain laws. So you just stay tuned with that one. <laughs> just stay tuned. But, um, you know, oh, you, you really took me because I was thinking about this the other day. 
And um, and the only reason why is because of the statistics that came up recently about the um, about how many women alone. In right now, 53 women have been killed. 53 compared to last year at 47 in the end of December. We're only in, in September. It's going to surpass the number in the, in the last two years by the time the end of December is. So there need to be more laws to protect our women. The, the order of protection has to be done inexpediently. I mean, I can't say I can't say much more because it's hard. It's hard. It's a lot of things that need to be changed, and we're going to be working on a lot of things next year for that. Biggest reason why I asked that because I remember something in Pacific that sticks out in my mind. Mm-hmm. I remember the relentless going, trying to seek help, and it seemed like what I was seeing was we weren't going to make a move until something significant happened, which I always thought was so very wrong. If somebody is alerting you to a situation that is concerning and very um, intense and they're telling you what they have going on, why is it that we cannot move to be proactive to, you know, help the person that is in need? Because if they have come to you, it ain't always the easiest thing. And they're reaching out to you. You don't know what mental state, for one, that person is in, male or female, and what, you know, the the, the, the traumatization that is going along with that. And to be turned away and to see, the you know, uh, the constant turn away as if, oh, well, we're glad you came, but, you know, there's nothing we can really do. I think the significance of that is wrong on so many different levels. And the one thing that me personally I would love to see, take more consideration uh, into consideration the victim. The the person that is reaching out is screaming a red flag, screaming for help. It is there without them even having to say a word. You can tell that somebody has been victimized, they have been violated, and they're coming to you for help. The one thing that I need these politicians, these police people, to understand, when are we going to answer the call for help? We say protect to protect and serve, but I don't see protection and I don't see serving in turning people away that need help. And to our politicians and our lawmakers, you don't have to be in them shoes in order to get the fact that if one day it doesn't have to hit home and we don't have to wait for it to hit home in order to be of a help or an assistance and to make these laws what they need to be. So, for one, you can hold these people that are doing these things accountable, and for two, you can really be a protection and of service to a community that is ravaged, a nation really that is ravaged with domestic violence. Until the day that that number is 0.0%, it will always be concerning and be a major problem, just my opinion. Amen. And, you know, see, that's why I was trying not to go there, JT. But, you know, you said a whole lot. But a, a lot of that comes from 
because I've had police officers work with me, and you don't know what goes behind the scenes. But when you don't have enough people out there on the streets, that's why it takes the community. That's why it takes more grassroots organizations to have a domestic violence um, department in their in their, their their organization because we all together have to do it together. I remember an incident with me and Michelle. We had to contact two different police departments, and they work together diligently, stay on the phone. So I give them Mecklenburg County um, um, and Stanley County um, a lot of props because they are police officers that out there, but their hands are tied. The courts are tied when so many cases are out there. And then you have to still weed out, is it truly a domestic violence case or you just call it because you want a place to stay, you know? And so it's hard. It puts us in such a, a, a tight spot, you know? And why? this is the reason why I do what I do is because when I left my ex-husband, before I married him, I remember I was on Section 8, but I was already working. They finally called me after years, and I was married. I reported him. One of the stipulations, you can't have police department. I mean, no phone calls. Everybody failed me and my three sons. We lost a home. The police, we, we went to court three times for this man, gave him restitution, charged me and him anger management um, 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 uh, classes because I fought back because I was pregnant and he kicked me in my stomach. So nobody don't know all that stuff leaves up. And then every agency I turn, are we going to help you? Well, then what happened? I finally left on my own. My mother helped me fled 13 hours out of the state from him. I had to live in a one-bedroom apartment with my brother and my three sons. And guess what happened? Oh, I, I'm all the way over here in this state. Section, could you, oh, no, because you had all these police reports. Oh, but I, I complied to everything you asked me. I went to the police station. I gave you reports. I told y'all this man was beating me, and I was trying to get out. Nobody reached their hand. I called the safe uh, lines number I used to see on the telephone. Guess what? I'm telling them 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm walking the streets. Me and my three sons, we have nowhere to go. They're saying, we can't pick you up. We can't get you. You have to get to you. How am I get to you? We're on the streets, and guess what happened? I walked back home. So these are the people that fail you, and that's why I fight as hard as I can. And I had to start my life over working as hard as I could to raise my three sons. And it was a community, the church of North, that helped me and my voice get through when all else failed. And that's why it's important for us to do the work now, to stay in the system, to find out what's going on, look at these statistics, see where you can help and how you can help. That's why it's important to encourage people when, you know, you have the power in your hands. Ain't just talking to you about, hey, you know what I'm saying, vote. Understand, do your research. Uh, you know what I'm saying, know who your, you know, your who is in authority, who is your police chief, who is, you know, the people that are representing you um, in your cities, in your towns, vitally important. Because these are the same people that you're going to be facing when you need to get something done. And they are supposed to be advocating for you. There are things that go on in these situations, like Nicole said, that you have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. But people are not getting the help. They have not gotten the help that they needed. Somebody had to go through the storm, man. 
in, in order to, for things to change, but we still got work to do. And when I say it's vitally important for us to come together as a community, this is why events like Saturday are so important. Come together, unite, unify, because together we are stronger and stronger in unity and stronger in the unity. You come through, you come to these type of things, and you understand, like, hey, this really is important. This really is something that I need to stand in the gap, you know what I'm saying, shoulder to shoulder with somebody and understand that I, too, can make a difference as well. Again, everything that Ms. Nicole has spoke on is facts. Everything that, you know, you hear it tonight on the digital meet and greet is another step in the right direction, getting the information out there in the atmosphere. is one of the reasons why we do this show, to continue the marathon, to continue to get the people what they need to hear. And some of it you ain't going to be comfortable with. And sometimes you got to be uncomfortable in order to get up and want to do something. And those are the, these are the things that we need to continue to have conversation on in order to continue to make ways and make strides to a better better way and better lives for people to where we won't have to see so much of this, you know what I'm saying, moving forward. I get it, man. We, we, we living in the conflicted world, but we can be the power in the move to change. You got to keep going at it day by day, step by step, and second by second to make a change. And we transition in to check back in with my tag team partner, some guy named Jay. Check the phone lines. We thank everybody that's listening in right now. And everybody that's streaming tonight's digital meet and greet. And we got special guest Nicole Williams on with us tonight. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. True indeed. Uh, yeah. So um, if you want to add to the discussion, you're definitely welcome to do so. Uh, if you're streaming from an app or a third-party website or a link or anything like that and you don't have the number in front of you, that number is 929-477-3872. And then press 1, and we'll bring you on. If you're streaming from your phone already, all you have to do is just press 1, and we'll bring you on. Let's go on ahead and take the next caller. Caller in the Four seven zero eight three one. You're on the air. Who is it? Hello, how are you? Hello. Can you hear me? Can we hear so, you? Hey, I'm Jen. This is Florence. Florence, how are you doing? Let's go ahead and throw some Good. sound effect on you. <laughs> yes, thank you for calling in. So um, the first thing that I wanted to say, so I was listening um, and everything. So a couple of questions I wanted to ask you was, what state um, were you located in at the time that this happened? I I was in South Carolina. South Carolina, okay. So um, to a certain degree, I can relate to – this situation, I've been in an abusive relationship before back in uh, 2016. Um, I do have two daughters, and, um, you know, I reported everything right away. Um, the only difference is I didn't have a lot of police support. Um, it was actually my first time actually calling for police. Um, but I will say something was done about it. Like, 
maybe not right then and there, but something was done about it, like, literally um, the next few days. Um, but I will say I'm sorry that happened to you. I'm sorry that that happened. Um, she was so rude. I'm so sorry that happened to you and your sons. Um, God bless you. Um, but what else can I say about this? But a few things that I wrote that I can't say about it is that before um, somebody starts getting physical with you or um, start putting their hands on you or start putting their hands, their hands on you and your children, um, they are signs that are there, um, maybe more so like verbally without hitting. But one of the things that I do regret is that um, just, you know, me regret not having zero tolerance, um, just not putting up with certain things, and that could have eliminated um, the whole scenario. Well, thank you so much for sharing that story. Thank God that you were able to get out of it. You know, I appreciate it so much. And, you know, and you have to go through it to see. And I'm, mind you now, just like in South Carolina, there are people, because I remember an officer, I, one day we was eating dinner, and my ex-husband wanted to fight me because cops came and, went, and arrested him. Would you call the cops on me while we eating dinner? Come to find out, I went to court. A cop anonymously filed charges against him because he said that he has coming out to my house numerous times and it seems like nothing's being done and um and filed a, a woman out for him and that was when i started realizing that there was a, a you know that some officials you know you know they have a good heart and he caught me when i went to the window and he said he said i was the one to press the charges and he told me you could have been my mother my sister and my daughter and he said, I couldn't be here, stand by as an officer of the law and watch a woman like you going through this. And guess what? The court still didn't do nothing. Wow. The court still didn't do nothing. So, but I knew that people So let me So let me ask you a question really quick, right? Because when I when I talk to women and if I'm talking to a woman that I know or somebody or just a complete stranger. Um, one of the best things that I that I did for me for me, um, when I did report report to the police right then and there, when I made a move with my kids, I did not tell um my boyfriend at that time that oh well I'm getting away from you blah blah blah. I literally packed a small bag mm-hmm. and I went to work that morning just for like a couple of hours and I played it off like, you know, like everything was normal. Like I took my kids to school while my daughter was at school. Um, She was seven. And then my youngest daughter was two and she went to daycare right across the street from my house. My job was right around the corner. And I just played it off like nothing was going on, you know, and when the police came to the house to come get him, he didn't know that the police was coming for him. So when I tell people 
you know, when you are in a abusive relationship, the best way to get away from a person is to do, do not say anything. You have to move right then and there and move on. You cannot tell this this man where he's going. Especially if mm-hmm. he already knows, like, your every step. So that's that one of the smartest things that I did. Because when I was reporting to the police, the police was like, Miss Holmes, does he, does he know that you are reporting him? Like, does he know where you at right now? No, I said, I told her, I told the police officer, I said, no, he thinks I'm at work and he thinks my kids are in school. So, like, I, I, you know, I dropped him off for a couple of hours and, like, literally, after a couple of hours from me, like, me being at work, I told my boss, hey, look, I got a family emergency. And I went right around the corner and picked up my kids from school and daycare. He called every time he called, because I, I mean, I do have family, so that was another way that helped me escape too. So, um, every time he called, because I, I had plus, um, plus a restraining order on him, and that letter got sent to where he lived at, but he was the only one that was there, because me and my kids, we were gone. So, every time he called, I called the police, and, 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 Every time he called my phone, that was a charge against him. Wow. So, um, um, and in that part, like, as soon as once I had things in place, um, I had took me and my kids, and we had moved to Georgia. That was really one of the main reasons why we moved down there was to get away from him and his family. I was getting a lot of blessings in family. Um, you know, and actually come to find out that place, that apartment that I was staying at with him in there, it had um, got broken into and branded. Um, and, and I'm going to just say, if I wasn't there around, like so many good things have happened in my life, like in the man, like I had started working in the school system, the school was going high me as a special education teacher, helped me, you know, break through college. And um, despite of, even though it was a bad neighborhood, um, I could have, if I, if I just could have just got rid of him and just left him alone before shit even start happening or anything. Like, I wish I just could have seen that I could have did that all by myself. Um, wow. yeah, but that's, those are the, the, like some of the things that I always suggest to women. Now, in your case, did you have family out of state where like you could have had, took you and your sons to where you could have just made that instant move or like you just was just really stuck? My, yeah, my, my story was like your story. Um, I little by little, I, I told, when I spoke up, everybody was shocked. They cried because they didn't want me to leave, but everybody helped, helped me. Every, it, it, and that's the first step. Once you open your mouth, they're going to say, I knew it. Or about time, you want to know when you were going to get tired of it. And But you need to hear that sometimes because that's the only way a victim uh, is going to leave is when they're tired 
people could tell them, because you could get people that tell them, look, I, you can come in here with black and blue, but they're not going to leave unless they really want to leave. And then it's a hold or unless, like I experienced, I I had to make my plan where he, he didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Because I always heard in my ears, if you leave me, I will kill you. And he and, and, oh, and, and I knew. So that stuck with me. And and that's what killed me. Because all I could say is two things are gonna happen. He's gonna kill me or I'm gonna kill him front and back and then my sons are gonna have nobody. They're gonna have somebody, no my my family, but they're not gonna have, you know, a parent. They're not gonna have me. And and I and I I was determined what really, really made me leave to leave was because of those children. Because I didn't want my sons seeing that their mother was getting beat, the woman that was teaching them, and then they growing up being a woman, that's truly, it wasn't for myself. It was truly because well, I was yeah. tired. And then my the rules, and then the scary part, now see, I don't know what the laws are up there, uh, like per se, but I know the laws up here in Maryland. Um, you know, technically, when I did speak to the police, they let me know instantly, like, you allowing a man to beat you in front of your in front of your children, that's child abuse to them too. Yeah, Even though it he's not hitting the children, that's child abuse to them for let for you allowing that for your kids to see that. And then not only that, another thing I learned in that situation is a lot of times if he if he's hitting you, he's probably hitting the children too. Right. So it goes hand in hand. Because, you know, if if he's abusive to you, he's abusive to his kids too. Um, and, you know, it's just not, it's just not us. And, you know, you think, oh, he's just abusive to me because I hit my kids. And then, you know, you say, and it's like, no, it, it goes hand in hand. Um, and just based off of, you know, how a person treats you, that lets you know right then and then that he, he, he's, he's this person. It's just not, I'm not going to just say it's meant to, it's female too. I've I met some aggressive females, very aggressive females. And females can be just as bad as a male. They can be um, as far as abuse and um, mental, mental abuse and physical abuse. Um, so the women is women aren't you know disregarded in this either. Um, but I will say you you just have to have strength enough to care about yourself first, and you know um, and just to say that love doesn't hurt. I feel like a lot of black people, a lot of us, we tend to think that love hurts. Love should not hurt. Love feels good. Mm-hmm. Think about, you know, if God loves us, if, you know, we, we believe in God and God loves us, God's not going to do anything to hurt us, right? And, you, you know, your kids love you. Your kids not going to put you in harm's way. So I feel like if you have a spouse, a significant other, they should be doing everything in their power not to hurt you because they love you. And it's the same thing. If I if I'm in a relationship and I say I love this person, I'm not going to do anything to harm him. And it, and it, and it's and it's vice versa. 
you know, we tend to think, you know, I hear a lot of black women say, oh, love hurts. No, it don't. It's not supposed to hurt. That's the way we get it backwards. That's right. That's right. Well, thank, I appreciate you so much. Um, and listen, um, you, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you, but you said you're in Atlanta, Georgia? No, right now um, I'm in Maryland. So I moved back to my hometown. Um, okay. But I live in the outskirts of Maryland. I live, like, um, out far in the county. Um, I will say I did get blessed with a good job here. I will say that. But um, I still don't want to stay here, so I'm still going to try to find my week out. Um, but I actually did come back here from, like, sports because I was financially, um, had some hardship down in Georgia. So I, I had some family news back here. So I'm moving with family and um, just getting my, into my own place again after, like, a year and a half. Um, but, yeah. That's it. Well, okay. Well, I was just going to say is, well, just contact the Lead Dials of Faith because we have dial houses in all the states that you just named. <laughs> so you want to oh, get really? you know, as and, and you and you what said you love I'm sorry. Yeah. Hmm. Excuse me. No, I was saying, what is it called? Oh, Elite Dials D O L L Z of Faith Incorporated. And you can look us up on Facebook, all social media platforms. And dolls mean delivered of life lessons. And we've all have been through so something. Fast. That's why we do what we do. Okay. And I know you said Durham. I have so um, my yeah my Queen City Doll House. We have um, three dolls out from that side on that area in Durham Raleigh area. Mm-hmm. So, so just contact. Mm-hmm. Or you want to take my hot, the hotline number, another my personal, and you could reach me, and I if it's okay. okay. So it's, yeah, that's fine. So it's a new dial of faith, you said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's correct. And then uh, what's what's the one eight hundred number? Uh, this one is seven zero Two 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 seven. Two 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 seven. Okay. Right. Right. I don't know the um, number by, yeah, I don't know the Georgia number by heart, but I will if you contact me, I'll give you all the information you need. Okay, okay and what is your name? Uh, Nicole or Da Lady Laureate. Lady Laureate. Nicole. Lady L A U R E T T E R E A T E L A U R E A T E. Okay, I gotcha. All right, and Miss Florence, I look forward to Thank talking you. to you soon. Thank you so much for sharing your story. I mean, I mean, we need to talk. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Okay. okay. All right. Thank you again. God bless you. You're welcome. God bless you too. Oh, yes, definitely, Florence. Thank you for the call. Uh, you know, uh, Nicole, she's also a member of uh, Blacktopia as well. So, yeah, you guys okay. can connect, you know, through, yeah, so it's another easy way to, to link up. 
Um, and, okay. and Florence, many of the dolls are also in, in Blacktopia as well, so you could connect with them. Yeah. So, yeah. So what is his name? For, uh, yeah, Nicole Williams uh, is. is no, no, uh, Okay, oh, I thought you said it was somebody else. No, I I thought oh, you no, said I'm it was two people. So I got Nicole's information, but I was asking you, um, what was the other person's information? No, no, I was just saying the dolls, the 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 elite dolls of faith. Oh, they're in there. Okay, no, it's all good. I probably said it too fast. So, uh, yeah, but oh, definitely, right. Forrest, thank you for. Taking the time and checking out the show and 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 calling in. You're welcome. Yes, and definitely, I, I want to just agree with you. Love doesn't hurt. If it, if it hurts, it's definitely not love. And I like, I love the way you you put no, that. And you say, uh, definitely, definitely. I, lo- I love the way you put that. Um, yeah. So uh, we're we're going to wrap up here very soon um anybody streaming if you want to get some last minute questions in last minute things you want to say you're welcome to do so now get it in now or wait till this weekend <laughs> to talk to her uh well you know you can always reach out to her uh you know we'll have her give the information again later on you know in the program we're going to give you one last time to get your calls in. So if you're streaming from a phone, or if you're streaming from your phone, just press 1. If you're streaming from an app or a third-party website or a link or anything like that, just give us a call at 929-477-3872, and then press 1. It will bring you on. Anybody? Are we waiting? Hello? All right, we done. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, uh, Nicole, is there any... Uh, it will actually let everybody know, uh, plug your information again, and definitely let everybody know about the information about the upcoming event this weekend. Oh, Florence, I know in the past you said you asked about volunteering at, at certain events. Um, you know, I know this has been yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I know I would have to. Uh, I know I would. I would really love to, but right now I can't because right now I um I have a part time. Well, I have a full time job and a part time job, and technically I do work every day. If it's not one job, it's I work seven days a week every day. I have no days off. Oh, okay. Not right now. So if I if I was to um, travel um, at least maybe a couple months in advance or, you know, something like that where I could be able to take off or be able to take off at least what we got. Definitely, definitely. Okay, okay. Well, um. Well, Nicole, Doll Lady Laureate, uh, definitely let everybody know about the upcoming, again, the upcoming event Saturday, your contact information and all that. Plug away. Okay. Um, Saturday's event, October 7th from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m., 
Purple and Pearls Trinity, the third annual domestic violence awareness, it will be held at Trinity United Methodist Church, 6030 Betty's Ford Road, and that's right across from the Charlotte uh, Nest off of um, Betty's Ford Road. And um, for tickets, you can visit Eventbrite. And if you want more information, you can call the 888-504-5769. That's the hotline. You can get any one of our dogs. And, again, that's Saturday, October 7th, and I look forward to seeing you all. If you want to contact me, I'm on Facebook. My name is Nicole Williams, but I spell Nicole, N-I-C-K-O-L-E. That's N-I-C-K-O-L-E, Williams, and you'll see the name Doll Lady Laureate under there. That's how you'll know that's my page. Definitely, definitely. Also, before we uh, officially wrap it up, is there any uh... – is there a poem or anything you'd like to spit or any last-minute words of, of, of wisdom that you'd like to share before we officially wrap it up? Yes. I won't share my signature piece because piece, they have to come out to hear that one. <laughs> yes, but definitely. I will share why I'm doing what I'm doing, and it's because I'm tired. Every time I turn around, I think about how I beat the odds. Statistically, I was meant to be in the ground by a man's hands that was always putting me down. But it's by God's grace I lived to turn my life around. As my life, I try to reclaim and try to protect from the pain and almost from going insane. And then when I turn on the TV, I see another sister's face killed by an abuser who walks with his head high in no shame. I'm tired because every time I think about if it was one of my sons that put hands on a woman's face, I want my hands to be the bite of his face. Some might say that's crazy for me to say or outrageous, but not unreal in a society like today. So I'm tired because we bury, we birth from the cradle to the grave. I'm tired of being sick and tired because we all have lives to save. I'm tired and tired as I walk in faith and say, God, I'm tired of being sick and tired. It's time for all of us to live to see another day. I'm tired. Yes, yes. I need some snapping sound effects, but I'm going to snap for you. Definitely thank you for that beautiful, amazing piece. That was a good poem. Thank you. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Definitely. All right. Well, uh, thank everybody for uh, calling in. Oh, we got a last minute. They always, they, people like to do that. Let's go ahead and take the call right quick. Call in the 334-224. You're on the air. Who is this? Hello. Hello, everyone. This is Rakita Dawson. Hello. How are you? Hey, hey you. Hello. How are you? Hey, my dog sister. Mm-hmm. Mr. Beautiful. Ah. <laughs> I just wanted to come on. <laughs> Thank you. I just wanted to come on and say how much how proud I am of you and how much I love you and how much I appreciate you bringing me out, and I can't wait to see everybody and tell my story. 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I didn't know. I thought you was finished. Go ahead, Ben. I just wanted to say um, that I'm very happy to be a part of the Elite Dogs of Faith. Um, every, everyone is just so helpful. And I met Lady Laureate and um, Myrtle Beach, and I love her poems. They are moving. I'm talking about moving. And I just want you to keep doing what you're doing. Don't let nobody stop you. Don't let nothing stop you. She ain't going to let nothing stop her anyway. But I just wanted to come on here and just tell you thank you and congratulations on everything. Oh, man. Thank you. You have tears in my eyes. I thank you. I thank you, my doll sister. I love you, and I appreciate you, and I know your story, and I'm, I'm already chilling up here. And from the moment I met you, and I didn't know, sometimes I don't know why I say what I say when I say it, but I know that somebody needed to hear it. And and when you came to me, I knew that my walk had to continue, and I couldn't stop whatever God was doing. So I love you, and I am honored to have you to come to Charlotte, and I can't wait for this weekend. So God bless you, my doll sister, and I'll see you soon, Queen. Yes, oh, yeah. ma'am. I love you, and I'll see you soon. Thank y'all. <laughs> Oh, yes. Thank you for calling it in. You're welcome. All right. Definitely looking forward to the event this weekend. Looking forward to seeing you all out there. Uh, again, Blacktopia and the Media Blast will be out there providing some media coverage. Uh, you'll see more about it on the upcoming website, the blog, www.blacktopia.org, www.themediablast.net. All right. You guys don't have to go home, but you got to get off this thing. Good night. Have a good night. Hi, right, thank you, Jonathan. Thank you, JT. Thank you, everybody that called in. Love y'all. One love. You're welcome. God bless. God bless. <laughs>